Are you ready for another fun and entertaining episode of Central Storytellers? We're the show that features radio dramas produced by the students in the University of Central Missouri's audio production courses. I'm your host, Shannon Johnson. Radio dramas are a great way for us to teach our students about storytelling, strictly through the written and spoken words. No visuals, just us. And of course, a little Foley art to boot. We've all heard those lines. It's not you, it's me. Or you're like a brother. No, it's, it's just me then. Fine. Jalen O'Dell shares a tale of one of those scenarios in her radio drama from the fall of 2021. The worst date ever. Tonight, our story takes us to Andrew and Kate in the booth of Parkway Diner. I had a great time tonight. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. I was wondering if you'd uh, like to go out again next week. Oh, um, about that, I, I don't know how to say this. You're such a nice guy. I'm sorry, I thought we had a good time. We did. I did. It's just that- You like someone else? Then why'd you agree to go out with me? I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I like you a lot. Just not that way, right? I'd never want to hurt you. Any girl would be so lucky to have you. I think you're a really great guy. Will you stop saying that? But you are. I still want to be friends. Is that okay? You want to be my friend? I'd like that a lot. I've got enough friends, thanks. I don't need another one. Come on, please don't be like this. It's complicated. It's not complicated. What's complicated? I like you. I've liked you since second grade. And finally, I got a chance to go out with you. I thought this would be great, things might finally work out, then you hit me with the let's be friends slap in the face. Andrew, please, people are watching. Good, let them look. They can see a guy have his heart ripped out and stomped on by the girl he's liked for as long as he can remember. They can watch him be told by that girl that she's into someone else. Get a look, everyone. This is what a loser looks like. This right here. Are you looking? Who is it? Wh what? You heard me. Who is it? I want to know. I have a right to know who out there would treat you better than me. Who else will listen to your problems and be their shoulder to cry on? Who else will come over and watch Netflix until you fall asleep, just so you're not alone? <laughs> Sounds like you've been in the friend zone for years, kid. No one asked you! Come on, tell me. Who is it? Can we please not do this here? You've made your point. You think I've made my point? I haven't begun to make my point. I am nowhere near making my point. I'm so far from making a point, it might as well be in another galaxy. They're gonna close soon. Take your time, we're in no rush. Thanks. No problem. So come on, tell me, I wanna know who it is. You're acting like a dick, okay? I have the right to like whoever I want. Yes, you do, but I have a right to know who you like if it's not me. Who? <laughs> you know what, Andrew? Screw you. You could have had a good friend, a great friend, but you just screwed it up. Well, you lost your chance, asshole. I hope you're satisfied. By the way, the person I like, her name is Amber. Mm. Smooth. Was that as bad as I think it was? If you want to move somewhere far away and change your name, I'd understand. Pay when you're ready, hon. Hmm, you 
really know your way with the lady. Shut up. <sighs> way to go. Join us next week to see if Andrew can make things better or if he'll just make them worse. Aesop fables have long been shared as a means to teaching moral lessons. Back in 2019, Sarah Rethman decided to take one of these time-honored fables to the airways in her adaptation of The Astrologer. The Astrologer, an Aesop's fable adaptation. There once was a man who lived a long time ago, who believed that he could read the future in the stars. He called himself the Astrologer, and spent as much of his time gazing at the glimmering night sky as he could. One evening, the Astrologer was walking along the dirt road outside the village. His eyes were fixed upon the sky, trying to make out what the stars were saying. In an instant, he thought he read in the stars that the end of the world was at hand, when all at once, down he went into a hole full of muddy water. There he stood up to his ears in the muddy water, and madly clawing at the slippery sides of the hole in his effort to climb out. His cries for help, help soon brought the villagers running. As they pulled him out of the muddy water, one of them said, You walk around pretending you can read the future by staring up at the stars, and yet you fail to see what is even at your feet. This may teach you to pay more attention to what is right in front of you and let the future take care of itself in its own time. What use is it, said another, for you to try to read the stars when you cannot even see what is right here with you on the earth? The moral of the story. Take care of the little things and the big things will take care of themselves. Aha, the tortoise and the hare. A great example of persistence, if a bit elementary. In the spring of 2020, Nick Huron made an effort to make this tale more relevant to a college-age crowd in his retelling of The Tortoise and the Case. Welcome to Birchberry, a small college town in the middle of nowhere. Two wonderful students are about to learn a valuable life lesson. So I say we join them and learn something else as well. Mm -hmm.
goddamn tortoise. You're still sipping on the same drink? Come on, man. Gotta stay caught up with everyone else. I'm fine taking my time and enjoying my drink. Plus, that way I don't have to worry about running out. Brother, I think you're making up excuses. And I think you can't handle a simple beer. How about a case race, then? My guy, I'm in, and you're done for. Now someone find me a pledge so he can take me to the liquor store so we can get these cases. Well, it seems our brave yet foolish tortoise just challenged Hare to a case race. I honestly don't know what he was thinking. Hare's a complete freak. Okay, okay, anyways, let's get back to it. Alright, people, we're back. Let's get ready to race. Where's that tortoise at? I'm here, and I'm ready. Well then, let the games begin. Both the tortoise and the hare have started the race, and it seems like the hare has shotgunned his first drink to get a head start. Now, as the race went on, the tortoise stayed behind the hare. Never once did it seem like he would catch up, but he never once stopped for a second. All seemed like hope was lost until Hare started to dry heave near his case of beer. And before Tortoise knew it, Hare was on the ground passed out, signaling that he had won the case race. Let this be known to all creatures, not just in Birchberry, but the world, that I may be slow, but that I can beat any one of you at any time. And so you have it. It's not all about being the fastest and the coolest. It's about taking your time and staying focused and getting the objective done in a collected manner. Finally, one from this past fall of 2022, Quentin Weed provided us with the retelling of Winthrop Parkhurst, The Beggar and the King. It is a reminder that kindness goes a long way. Bread, bread, give me some bread. Who is that crying in the street for bread? Oh, King, it is a beggar. I do not like the sound of his voice. It annoys me very much. Send him away. Oh, King, he has been sent away. If that is so, then why do I hear his voice? Oh, King, he has been sent away many times, yet each time that he is sent away, he returns again, crying louder than he did before. He is very unwise to annoy me on such a warm day. Bread, bread, bread. Give me some bread. Ah, he is crying out again. His voice seems to me louder than it was before. Hunger is as food to the lungs, O King. Should I not perhaps fling him a crust from the window? No. To feed a beggar is always foolish. Every crumb that is given to a beggar is an evil seed from which springs another fellow like him. Bread! Bread! Give me some bread! He seems very hungry, O King. Yes, so I should judge. Doubtless, he craves only a small crust from thy table, and he would be content. Doubtless, he craves only to be a king, and he would be very happy indeed. Now let me consider. Ha! I have it! I have it! I myself will order him to stop. Send the beggar here. Here is the beggar. 
I have ordered thee here to speak to thee concerning a very grave matter. Now the complaint of thy voice annoys me greatly. Therefore, do not beg any more. I, I do not understand. The words of thy mouth I can hear perfectly, but the noise is only a foolish tickling in my ears. <laughs> a lash will tinkle thy hide for thee if thou dost not cure thy tongue of impotence. I, thy king, have ordered thee not to beg any more in the streets for bread. Therefore, thou wilt obey the orders of thy king by quickly touching thy forehead thrice to the floor. Wherefore should I touch my forehead to the floor? In order to seal thy promise to thy king. But I have made no promise, nor have I any king. Touch thy forehead now to the floor as I have commanded thee, and thou shalt go from this palace a free man. Refuse, and thou wilt be sorry before an hour that thy father ever came within twenty paces of thy mother. O king, thou hast commanded me not to beg in the streets for bread. Now, therefore, do I likewise command thee to remove thy crown from thy forehead and throw it from yonder window into the street. For when thou hast thrown thy crown into the street, then will I no longer be obliged to beg. Thou, a beggar from the streets, commandest me, a king, to remove my crown from my forehead and throw it from yonder window into the street? If so be thou wilt throw it from yonder window into the street, my voice will cease to annoy thee any more. But if thou refuse, then thou wilt wish thou hadst never had any crown at all. Perhaps it were wise to humor him, O king. After thou hast thrown thy crown away, I can go outside and bring it to thee again. Shall I obey the orders of a beggar? Never! Truly, that is spoken like a king. Thou art a king, so thou wouldst prefer to lose thy head than that silly circle of gold that it so foolishly sits upon it. But it is well, thou art a king. Thou couldst not prefer otherwise. Stop him! Seize him! Does he think to get off so easily with his impotence? One of thy servants cannot stop me. Neither can ten thousand of them do me any harm. I am stronger than a mountain. I am stronger than the sea. Ha! We will see about that. Hold him, I say. Call the gods. He shall be put in chains. This servant of thine cannot even touch me. I will not harm thee now. I will only cry aloud in the streets for bread wherewith to fill my belly. But one day I will not be so kind to thee. On that day my mouth will be filled with a rushing wind, and my arms will become as strong as steel rods. And I will blow over this palace, and all the bones in thy foolish body I will snap between my fingers. Therefore, when my voice sounds again in thine ears, remember what I have told thee. Remember, O king, and be afraid. After him! After him! He must not be allowed to escape! After him! O king, I cannot seem to move. Quick then, call the guards. He must be caught and put in chains. O king, I cannot seem to call them. Red, red. Give me some bread. How? Am I afraid of a beggar? Close that window! Bread! Bread! Give me some bread. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Central Storytellers. Hope you've enjoyed it. We'll be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. for another fun-filled episode right here on UCM The Beat. You can also listen to past episodes at ucmbeat.com. Just click on Show Tabs and go to Central Storytellers. 
Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.